Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Keegan. And I'm Madigan. And you're listening to Your Angry Neighborhood Feminist. This is a podcast where we explore the world through our own personal feminist perspective. All righty. How are you doing, Madigan? I feel like my energy is real soft and quiet today. <laughs> I'm just, I haven't left my house at all today, which I feel like hasn't happened in a minute. You know, mid pandy, I was, I'd go days, days, yeah, like without not leaving. leaving the house, not, you know, changing my clothes. And I haven't done that in a minute, but today I, I didn't even like take the deadbolt off of my door. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> Wait, no, um, I didn't even take the trash out. Didn't get the, the mail. I'm the opposite. I am sore, sweaty, and itchy. <laughs> my whole body hurts. I feel like I have mosquito bites from head to toe, and it's so unbelievably hot on this planet that I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah, it's been really humid in LA, too. Which is unusual. Like Los Angeles is generally a pretty dry heat. And the last like three weeks, it's been like moist outside. It's just hot. It's hot. Hot and sticky. And I feel like it's that moist air that the mosquitoes love as well. So it's all just like a perfect combination. Well, they love, you know, like water, bodies of water. I would assume that the moisture is coming from something like that. I don't know. I'm not a meteorologist, Keegan. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not a scientist, so don't ask me about the weather. I have no idea. Um, but we should let the listeners know that we are recording remotely today. Um, I'm about to leave town to go to good old Ohio. And um, Madigan had a little bit of a... I had an exposure. An exposure. You know, yeah, I feel fine. So like, <laughs> I've been exposed. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, I don't know if that's the quote but there's some sort of quote in I think Monsters Inc when like the sock touches the little kid and like he's yes. been exposed it's yeah. like something like that yeah, yeah. Th- there's a code for it they're like it's a 2919 or exactly like that's that. yeah I watched exactly what it is so many times as a kid I- I love, 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 love that movie. A lot of people skated to that music too, the little instrumental like intro to it. Oh, it was great. So such a cute movie, such cute music. Um, but I feel like that's not what we're here to talk about today, although I would love to have a Monsters Inc. podcast and just talk about how adorable it is. Yeah, I mean, I wonder for how long that could go on. I think <laughs> you could really stretch it out. There's several movies involved. You could do deep dives on all the characters. Um, but unfortunately, that's not what you tuned into today. So no. let's get into talking about the news. I think the first thing that I have to talk about is probably similar to what's on your list. I mean, I do feel like we need to talk about 
the FBI searching Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> yes. I mean, we certainly have to discuss it. Uh, I think that to us, it really kind of seemed like it came out of nowhere. But the FBI has been preparing for this for a super long time. I guess they had like this confidential human source who was able to identify which classified documents the former president was still like holding on to and this whole raid happened to specify that it was a human right it is okay. kind of interesting because i'm like oh okay thank you for telling me it's not like a robotic i mean i guess maybe it's not like an electronic source i don't know i don't really yeah, know what like, it's I, implying. I understand that like maybe it's implying that it's not something that they found electronically or they found right you know it's not information that they pulled from his devices or whatever um but i really do feel like if you just said that there's a confidential source most people totally would assume that that's a person you know? i mean this is very similar to like so if you're from the midwest keegan i'm sure you know this if you like drive any stretch of time, you see like a million strip clubs and they oh, yeah. all have like the big flashing signs and stuff up front. Well, I was always so confused by when they would say like live girls and live nudes because in my young mind, I'd be like, well, why would I want to see dead ones? Yeah, like as opposed to dead, dead nudes. Right? Dead, yeah. dead girls and dead nudes. And I just, you know, my young mind was always very perplexed by that notion. So, yeah, it does kind of seem like a bit overstating to tell us that it's (laughs) yeah you know it's been a really rough week for Trump it has been a bad week for him so on Monday the FBI executed that search warrant at Mar-a-Lago which is his primary residence in Florida uh, and that was in connection with an in that was in connection with an investigation into the handling of classified documents which we'll get into And then on Tuesday, a federal appeals court denied his long-running effort to block the House committee from obtaining his tax returns. Uh, And then he was uh, deposed on Wednesday in New York. (laughs) It's all bad news. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's all bad news. Let's get into it. Bad news for him. Not necessarily bad news for him. I was going to say, I, I feel nothing. I'm fine with it all. I mean, of course I'm, I'm, of course I want this man to get his comeuppance in every way. I mean, there is a little bit of concern in terms of what this is doing to the culture war, you know, because Mm -hmm. his base has turned it up to 11. You know, um, people on the right are losing their goddamn minds about this raid. I put like raid in quotes. I mean, a lot of places are reporting it as a raid, but I mean, really this was, they executed a search warrant. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Search, you know? Yeah. It was funny. Cause like, uh, I wasn't home for this, but Max turned the news on at one point being like, Oh God, what's Fox? He was like, I'm going to go to Fox news. No, I want to see what they're saying at this point. And it was like Sean Hannity or something. And Eric Trump was on and it was so funny he got this just like 30 second clip of Eric Trump being like what you'll find in there is you know letters that I wrote my father telling him how proud I am of him and how he's been such a great leader of this country and Max is like he doesn't even know your name (laughs) a hundred percent like and that to me is actually so sad because it sounds like the child of a narcissist Yes, it's it's not really depressing. You're going to search his stuff and find that he kept all of the drawings I made in the second grade. It's like not that it's that like you're going to find all the letters I wrote to daddy telling him how proud I was of him, you know. Right. Um, Exactly. And a lot of people have pointed like a lot of people on the right are like this came out of nowhere. We're completely blindsided. But the truth is that the search came after a visit in spring to Mar-a-Lago by federal agents including uh, 
um, Justice Department counterintelligence officials, and they came there to discuss materials that the former president had improperly taken with him when he left the White House. So basically, he left the White House. He took a bunch of documents, official documents, sometimes classified documents with him. And he was already visited by federal agents who were like, hey, um, you really need to give those things back. (laughs) And it's really also hypocritical as well, because there's something called the 1978 Presidential Records Act. And Trump kind of used this law as a way of kind of like going after Hillary Clinton during the email scandal. And in response to that, Trump himself signed a law in 2018 that made it a felony to remove and retain certain classified documents. So he really just fucked over himself a bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, when does anything he he does make sense? But nah, never. <laughs> this is also not the first time that he has been caught with shit that he shouldn't have. I mean, in the past, <laughs> he delayed returning 15 boxes of material requested by officials with the National Archives for months. He only turned <sighs> it over in January of this year after the DOJ was like, we're going to like, <laughs> they threatened, you know, action. They were like, we're going to do something if you don't voluntarily return this shit that you took absurd that he would be squirreling away so many of these documents i mean i'm sure there are tons of things in them that he doesn't want the country to know about and the world to know about but it's just like how stupid are you yeah i mean pretty stupid it turns out i mean (laughs) did we ever truly doubt that though we never did but It's funny to hear about the things that he's done in the past in terms of like how he's treated classified information in the past. So a lot of his aides reported finding classified briefs and official paper torn up during their time at the at the White House, you know, because he had access to all kinds of stuff. And so they would find it torn up, crumpled up and thrown in the toilet, clogging, clogging the toilet like he tried to flush classified documents like what? First Are we of all, in a sitcom? What's going all, on? Why? Secondly, do you really think that that would work? Um, <laughs> You're just going to mess up the White House plumbing, and that's just a really bad day for everybody. But, like, what? what is he... Is he getting rid of his own classified documents when he's doing this in the White House? Or is he, like, getting rid of other stuff? Like, that, is that he I getting rid of the evidence of aliens? Like, what's going on? That I don't know, and I... I know that we don't know what was taken from his house either. I mean, I yeah, am of a, the a bunch of boxes. I'm of the belief that nobody would give Trump um, the information as to whether or not aliens existed, because you know that that man would have told everybody by now. Um, he also has in the past abused his ability to declassify information, sometimes dangerously. One time in 2019, he took a highly classified spy satellite image of an Iranian missile launch site declassified it because he's like I'm the president and I can declassify whatever I want to declassify declassified it and then released the photo on Twitter (laughs) so it's not difficult to believe that he took some shit from the White House that didn't belong to him and that the stuff that he took could have dangerous consequences you know so yeah but Trump and his cronies are already saying um, they've already made a statement that they see political value potential political value in the search um, and his advisors have kind of said the same thing his political team 
began sending fundraising solicitations about the search late on the night that it happened. They were already campaigning to their base, were being attacked, um, were yeah. being unfairly raided. The FBI is going to plant things in the house. Right. And look, well, and that was a big I'm reason, not- too, why like they wanted to make sure that Trump wasn't there because they didn't want him to make it like a photo opportunity or like some bandstand moment for him. But I was like, he's going to find that either way, you know, and they did. Yeah, I mean, and I'm I'm no great defender of the FBI. I definitely don't think that the FBI is above planting shit. They do not it all, all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm not surprised, uh, or I'm I'm not a defender of the FBI in that way. However, look, there's so much evidence that this man does crimes. I don't know that they need to do that. And exactly. also, you know. Even though he's an idiot, he is a former president and there are all kinds of hoops you have to jump through and a lot of clearances you have to get in order to execute a search warrant on the home of a former president. So, yeah, it's not like they had no cause. Right. Tr- like, truly. They had tons of cause. Yeah. I don't think that they would need to make anything up. I think his case is probably damning enough. Yeah. uh, I want to know what's in there, though. (laughs) I know. I want to know what's in there, too. And I don't know if it's going to be released. But like I said, when we first started talking about this, the only real concern I have, because in moments like this, it's easy to be like, yes, (laughs) you know, like a fuck them up, you know. But there is a bit of a concern, not a concern, but just something to be aware of. Like anytime something like this happens, especially so close to the midterms, I get nervous that the culture war is going to flare back up, which it absolutely has in a really big way that his base is going to be reinvigorated in a big way. And you have seen that not just with um, his followers and supporters, but also with a lot of politicians on the right as well. Um, And they are saying some things that I think are actually pretty scary. Um, Representative Kevin McCarthy of California, he's a Republican leader in the House, suggested that he intended to investigate Attorney General Merrick B. Garland if Republicans took control of the chamber in November. So they're saying we're going to invest. They're basically like, if you can do this to Trump, then we are going to find a way to do this to all of you with or without cause. And then Mm. a lot of people, it's so funny to see Fox News kind of change their tune in turn in terms of law enforcement because oh my god yeah defund the fbi (laughs) yes exactly like so many of them are like well we're gonna get rid of the fbi we're gonna do away with the fbi and i'm like oh my gosh i thought you were the law and order party you are opaque (laughs) yeah you you wrong them one time they're a what is it fool me once shame on you me shame no Fool me once, shame on you. (laughs) Fool me twice, shame on me. They're like, you're not fooling me twice, FBI. We're done with you. It's so it's it's so ridiculous, but it is genuinely a little bit scary because when I was watching it is um, videos or reading articles about this, the comments inevitably there were people on the right, you know, who came out. This is a conspiracy. This is a witch hunt, which is of course the language that Trump is using. Yeah, Um, and really kind of. That that whole civil war rhetoric is being thrown around a lot more. Right. Well, because that's, like you said, that's exactly what Trump is saying. And they just parrot whatever Trump and his base are telling you. So if he's going to go on Fox News or any of his platforms and tell everybody that this, again, is part of this huge witch hunt, trying to take him down, of course, there is going to be an influx on social media of his supporters 
you know, fighting back at that. And it is just so unbelievably funny how hypocritical he's been. I mean, on social media today, I've also seen a lot of people. I was seeing on social media that he once had, you know, made fun, not really made fun of somebody, but chastised them for pleading the fifth. Like, if you were truly innocent, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't plead the fifth. And Trump is pleading the fifth. So it's just kind of, you know, all of his actions, you know, he changes his mind when it suits him. And he has brainwashed his base and his following enough that they're able to bend right along with him whenever their rhetoric changes, you know? Oh, and absolutely. that's what create that's what makes this war never ending because it it's still not complete. There's so many things, you know, I think about the January 6th hearings and now the Trump raid and all of these things, it is always continuing to amp things up because we can never just close that chapter, it seems. Yeah, absolutely. There's an ever evolving, we're working off of an ever evolving set of facts in quotes. Like, it's, it's, I feel like since he got elected, when he had like alternative facts, like that has never gone away. Mm -hmm. Um, And so anything that Trump says he's he's double spoken many many times and so what you were talking about Trump taking the fifth he invoked the fifth amendment um, and declined to answer questions from the New York attorney general this week so that didn't have to do with the search of his home Um, it had to do with a scheduled deposition that he had on Wednesday right he was being deposed by lawyers from the New York attorney general Letitia James's office as part of a more than three year civil investigation into whether the Trump organization misled lenders, insurers and tax authorities by providing them misleading financial statements. Right. So, of course, he's all over his social media platform, Truth Social, saying that this is the, the greatest witch hunt in history. My great company and myself are being attacked from all sides. Right. So. For those of you who don't know, the Fifth Amendment guarantees that an individual cannot be compelled by the government to provide information that might be incriminating against themselves. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. he is taking the fifth. He said, under the advice of my counsel and for all of the above reasons, I declined to answer the questions under the rights and privileges afforded to every citizen every citizen under the United States Constitution. And then throughout that four-hour deposition, um, he repeatedly said, same answer, when declining declining to respond. So he's just like, I pled the fifth. And then it's kind of like saying no comment, no comment, no answer. Same same answer, answer. same answer, same answer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like it was a very uh, productive hearing. It's been a really fun week. (laughs) <laughs> for Trump, you know, I feel like this year, what a red letter year for him. Just like all of the January 6th stuff going on. He's oh, got yeah. all of this stuff going on in his personal life. But, you know, to his point and his advisor's point, there is a way in which he can use this for political gain. And we'll see if he chooses to do that or not. Hmm, yeah. Well, let's take a quick break before we continue on with the rest of our news stories. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. 
Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And we're back. All right. What else? Okay. (laughs) Well, I've got something that I know is going to be a. It's going to be a longer conversation than just today, but we had so many messages this week asking to talk about this douche canoe, Andrew Tate, that I felt like I I needed to at least bring up the topic, talk about it a little bit. This guy is. He comes up on my TikTok all the time. Like, I see him on TikTok. He's. I, I struggle with this one, right? Because I understand why people want us to talk about him because really the word should be getting out about trying to force these social media platforms to deplatform him. Yeah. But I also don't want to give him any more fucking attention. Like, Yes. So we are not. This is what I'm saying. I said his name and this was like a big thing. I, I was thinking that we need to come up with like a code word for his name. So I only have to bring up his name once in this episode. What should we call him? <laughs> I mean, I think that our listeners, they're okay. I think we can, I think we can talk about him and we're going to be okay. Just please don't seek him out. If you yeah, watch don't any of Google. his videos, just it, cause the way that I see his videos is people, um, putting them on like their TikToks and, and like kind of, talking about them and talking about why they're wrong. But even that, I just feel like the fact that he's his face is everywhere. And he's brought up in the algorithm. Like there really is so much. And and his fan base is a big part of that. And I didn't really take a lot of notes on this, but awful. They're they're like flooding the algorithms to be sure that this person is being seen everywhere. So this guy is a British American kickboxer, and he has now, like Egan said, become like one of the most popular people on TikTok. It doesn't even make sense that he's popular, really, because he's not. It's it's just pure misogyny because he's yeah. not like charismatic or interesting but that's or why articulate. He's, like, but that's why he's popular. I think that one, he's popular because there are people like you and I that are like, I gotta see this guy. What is going on? And they're almost like rage watching it. Like I know that there's a lot of people that will rage watch things. But then I also think that there's so many people in this world who agree with what he says or maybe agrees with part of what he says and what else he's saying like validates that like really bad feeling that they have and that's why they go back to watching these videos i mean it's the same thing as like right-wing youtube that we discussed we just recently re-uploaded that episode it's very similar where it is slowly indoctrinating people when they're watching it and it's validating people that already have some of these thoughts in their minds and just to go a little bit into some of the 
absurd things that he says. I mean, it sounds like our DMs when trolls start messaging us, really. It's like Exactly. I mean, that's the thing about this guy is that it sounds like a 14-year-old with really, yeah. really bad takes. You know, it doesn't sound Very like... bad takes. But, like, also super evil takes. Like, he yeah, is violent gross. and terrifying. Yeah. Like, he believes that women belong in the home. They can't drive. That they're a man's property. Uh, a little bit worse than that. He thinks that rape victims should, quote, bear responsibility for their attacks. And he also says that he likes dating women aged 18 to 19 so he can, quote, make an imprint. Uh-huh. Yeah, on that. I saw that like, one. It was pretty it's gross. Super gross. So domestic abuse charities have spoken out against him, saying his videos have the ability to radicalize men and boys to commit harm offline. Obviously, we've talked about this so much with indoctrination online. Despite his content breaking TikTok's rules, which ban misogyny, I didn't know that. I like that misogyny is like a point to which things can be banned. Um, they've done very little to try to stop him. And it sounds like he's been doing these shenanigans for a while. So I'm not a fan of Big Brother. I've never watched the show, but I guess he was on Big Brother back in 2016. And he was ejected from the house after a video of him hitting a woman with a belt emerged. And then there was a second video that was that was released days later of him telling a woman to count the bruises he caused her. Yeah, um, he's uh, he's a very well, scary individual. Truly. Very scary. I mean, so he and I believe it was the woman involved that came out. were like, it was consensual sex. Like, it's fine. And like, if so, that's fine. Like, to each their own. But like. I did. I don't know. There's something that I feel like is still important to mention about that. I just don't know the validity of all of that. Well, um, because his words, like verbally, what he says is exactly. so violent and dangerous. And he talks about he doing has, exactly that, right? And if he has, so if he has these inclinations, even in a consensual way, which I don't have any problem with, I'm like, you do whatever you guys want in the bedroom if it's all consensual and safe. Um, but if he already gets off on that. I feel like it can escalate if he then is always kind of being validated over and over again on the internet right. for these very violent, misogynistic beliefs that he has. Exactly. Like he, he has even said shit. He doesn't respect a single woman. Like, he has said shit about his sister. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, my sister is her husband's property now, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, you are the worst. Yeah, like, what I do mean, you say he, about your mom? It's, it's, uh, it's. I don't know. I would love to know what his mom thinks, because <laughs> wow, because his brother. I'd like is to call his way. mother. He lives with his brother, and he said, you know, he is just like my brother is my bro. My brother could do anything. My brother could sleep with my wife. He could do all these, and I, I don't Ugh. care because he's my like. And I'm like, okay, so it sounds like you're. In I need like to a find their mother's phone number relationship with your brother, but okay. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has been under the eye of. Law enforcement as well. They have apparently raided one of his raided one of his homes before under the fact that he had, you know, been abusing women. And apparently at one point he also fled to Romania and he was on Twitter and he's like, I only forty percent like went to Romania to flee my abuse charges. I also what? just like wanted to go. Like it's just Okay. I he only forty percent went to <laughs> flee my charges i mean so it, th with him i just feel like 
if and the the TikTok algorithm is pretty spot on. So most likely, if you're on TikTok and you see him, it's going to be a stitch with something else. I feel like our listener base, at least. But if it's not, if for whatever reason TikTok shows you one of his videos from his account, the best thing you can do is first of all, don't watch it because that yeah. will count towards his views. So stop it. Yep. Pause Scroll the video. past it. Um, and report it like I think he needs to be reported as often as possible because it we do need to send a message to TikTok. They're, they don't want to ban him because just like we talked about in our YouTube video, um, it keeps people he gets views. Right. So it, yeah. it keeps people engaged on the application. So they don't want to get rid of him. But I mean, like I've been shadow banned on TikTok for f- for, you know, people get banned on there all the time. And exactly. People have pointed out that, you know, especially minority creators get banned a lot mm-hmm. on TikTok. And like this fucking guy. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. There is some there does seem to be some level of protection around him. And I don't know. I don't know what that is. But yeah, I think that reporting is definitely the best way to go about it. Don't interact with it. It just makes me so scared to think about because there's so many young kids Mm -hmm. that are on TikTok and just scrolling away and like, who knows what they would come across and what their like small minds are going to be inundated with. Like, that's just terrifying to me. I don't want someone growing up thinking that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I feel... 100% the same way. I mean, especially since we just re-uploaded that video. If anybody, you know, is curious about how quickly the internet can radicalize someone, go listen to our right-wing YouTube episode because we go into at least the algorithm on YouTube um, and how it can very quickly take you down a rabbit hole. And I really enjoy TikTok. It's actually like my favorite social media platform, but... I feel like because the algorithm is so strong on TikTok, it could radicalize you very quickly. And they have a huge responsibility to make sure that things like that stay off the platform for that reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about today? Um, no, I'm good. (laughs) We're about reaching that 30 minute mark. We've done enough chatting, right? All right. Well, thank you so much to everybody who reached out this week, letting us know what you wanted to hear. If there's anything that you want us to cover next week, please go ahead and email us at neighborhoodfeminist at gmail.com or direct message us on our Instagram at angryneighborhoodfeminist. We have a Facebook business and group page. You can rate and review us on the business page and chat with the other listeners on the group page. Last but not least, if you haven't done so already, we would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts with a quick sentence about why you enjoy the show. All right, that's all we have for you today. With all that being said, we encourage you to rage on. Bye! Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.